achievements hard and soft skills that is gained during during the research journey that may open up the doors to various positions globally today's podcast will take you through the journey of a guest who did her phd in 2015 from gurunanak dev university amritsar punjab india having a subject of interest in organic farming which matched one of her passions to research that is natural plant products and their role as antioxidant and anti cancer agent she has been awarded with senior research fellowship from csir with various publications till 2019 in peer reviewed journals currently she is a realtor in southeastern region of united states florida let's welcome neha sharma hello neha how are you and do tell us that where are you joining us from Hello, Ruby. Uh, thank you for having me today. I'm joining from Gainesville, Florida. Um, it's good to be here with you and talk about my research journey. Thank you. Thank you so much for uh, for joining us from uh, Florida. And uh, so, before we dive into your research journey, I would like I'm I'm really curious to know that what took you from India to Florida. um marriage <laughs> so okay. uh my husband he is a assistant professor here with university of florida okay. um he was doing his uh, phd here when it was an arranged marriage okay. like it happens in india so um my parents found a good match for me okay you are in research here is a boy who is a f- family friend I didn't know right. him, but my parents knew the parents, so it was marriage which brought me here. Wow! That's After good. marriage, uh, I finished my PhD in India and moved to uh, Nebraska. First, we were in Nebraska, okay, and then uh, in Wyoming, and now we are in Florida. Fine. So, do take us back to the beginning of your journey to research. That is where. why and how it started so um since i was a kid i was like um, inclined towards science and how things happen and why things happen always uh, curious to know more about everything mm-hmm. um if i if i think about like when i was a kid my favorite um newspaper was tribune especially on the thursdays because there was a um thursday tribune had a full page by dr yashpal answering the yeah. questions by readers in a layman language and that was my favorite uh, part of the newspaper mm. then um i really liked watching turning point with yeah. uh, um it was dr yashpal with i think grish karnad was the name of the uh, host he hosted turning point okay uh, i loved watching surabhi there was okay. another show yeah. to redaction so among other things from the animated cartoons i was not not just these science things okay. just uh, trying to say here that things attracted me that why and how things happen 
if what's happening in universe, what's happening around us. So I was like really inclined towards science. Okay. After my high school, um, everybody in my neighborhood, in my class, in my school, they were inclined towards taking, uh, going to engineering. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, I, I want to study biology because that is what interests me. Mm-hmm. Then I took biology and it was like really, really good for me. I really enjoyed loving about mm-hmm. animals and plants. I loved studying life sciences. And when I joined uh, my master's in University of uh, University Amritsar mm-hmm. here the atmosphere was so good I was so lucky to join uh, Department of Botanical and Environmental Sciences the environment there for students was so good mm-hmm. we had like really good labs our teachers were so good and then my interest to just spend time in lab it just grew stronger I really wanted to be in a lab and doing research and doing experiments mm-hmm. and then I was in a hostel there. In the evenings, we were with our seniors who were doing PhD. So in the evenings, you get interaction with the seniors. And then it again interests you that um, somebody's one senior will come and tell you, hey, we were doing this experiment today. This happened, that happened. And mm-hmm. that's when you decide that, okay, this is what I want to do next. Mm-hmm. After my master's, this is what my journey would be you know I want to be there in the research field and do the research Mm. so I really enjoyed doing PhD and doing all those experiments being in a wet lab is was a heaven (laughs) you know you get to do a lot of different things you get to play with reagents you get to play with uh, different kind of uh, bacteria and uh, you get to run all those apprentices and then you talk about it Mm. with your uh, advisors with your friends it's 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 a really good thing doing phd it just mm. is is something which stays with you forever it's yes. an experience it prepares you for for everything which is coming in life mm. yeah um and and do uh, tell us uh, about uh, your inspiration uh, I mean, the teachers in school, the teachers in college, the university, or uh, um, the inspiration from, uh, you can say, that high-profile uh, inspiration. Do tell us something uh, about that also. Um, main motivation was from my father and my family. He was always there when um, doing a PhD is a commitment, after master's, I did MPhil also. That was one and a half year of research in the same department. Mm-hmm. And then when I decided to PhD, do PhD, it means you will be almost, you know, 30 years of age by the time you come, complete your degree. Mm-hmm. So first first support is should be your family. And my father was really supportive. He was like, yes, you... Because he, he could see from my childhood that how much I like science and experiments, so he was really there for me Mm. and then in school um high school so um I do not know that um schooling now but when I did my high schooling it was just up to 10th grade and in that time I did my 11th and 12th from a college okay so 
my high school teachers they were really good our science teacher was really good with mm-hmm. us taking to lab we were preparing i still remember soaps in the lab okay. and we were using telescopes and then in when i just joined uh, college in 11th grade that was like a really early stage but college labs are really good and then those labs are for there for um, graduation students for masters students mm. and we were at that early age i could have my hands on to all those apprentices and reagents and all those chemistry experiments the mm. teachers in school in college and especially the teachers in uh, guru nanak dev university in my department mm. my mentor my advisor my co advisor they all were very supportive um i could take um, motivation i could take inspiration from my mentor and my uh, co-mentor in department of botanical and environmental sciences um both of those ladies i whenever i would feel a little low mm. that happens every time with everyone in phd mm. i could see them managing their household managing their research managing their labs and managing their teaching assignments as well mm. so uh, those people they all always inspired me that you look up to them you look up to, to your teachers and you see how they are balancing everything mm. and if they can do it i can do it and this is what i want to do so here is an inspiration there your teachers are there to yeah. to be there for you always so basic motivation was from my father and i was lucky to have very good teachers all along hmm. so teachers are, uh, are a true inspiration for uh, um, you can say a good researcher and uh, yes. and and prior to that uh, the parents our parents are yes. uh, you can see that the seed Uh, I think that is sown by the parents itself uh, of yes. our interests that yes, further yes. cultivates into a big plant and and then it it flourishes into the tree and fruits that we uh, you can say uh, eat it in different forms of yes. uh, achievements and uh, and. and various you can say the skills that we acquired in this journey that is also um, i mean it is also very um, inspiring yeah. yes parents um, i remember um, once there was a, a girl who really um, achieved something i guess i guess she um, cleared some of the very difficult entrance exams and my father took me to her and we wanted to talk to her he my father wanted me to talk to her and see how she studied what um techniques she used and management with her time and studies what did she, how did she do it and at that age i still remember i do not remember the name of that girl mm. but she was really wise at that is she said to my father that uncle um sometimes when kids are in school or early college mm. they are exploring mm. parents need to be informed also mm. our parents need to tr- uh, uh, find the thing which our kids find interesting and 
parents should not push the kids that you need to do this so you get a good job you need mm-hmm. to do this so they should need to recognize their kids what are their inclinations towards and then she said a kid at an early age of career needs to study needs to focus needs to be determined mm-hmm. but the parents also need to be informed about how much is our kid's potential and where is the interest of our kid mm-hmm. and what are the opportunities and i think i still remember her saying that and mm-hmm. now that i am a parent i i try to use that thing that we mm-hmm. as parents should also be informed what our kid wants to do and not forcing them yes i think that is what our mentors in uh, in phd they also do that i have seen uh, my teachers in my department they would treat every kid different all the kids are different everybody has their own phd journey everybody has their own challenges during phd and mm-hmm. our teachers were really good to talk to one on one on one with them and mm-hmm. you know sit with them and see okay this is a problem you are facing we've been there done that we were students once and you can solve this using this so i think that like i said phd stays with you one person who has done phd it really prepares them for life our mm-hmm. teachers were prepared for us coming yes. to them as fresh students mm-hmm. our teachers knew that these are fresh students mm-hmm. these are like clay we need to mold them into good researchers so mm-hmm. that's always stays and parents mm-hmm. they they give the initial shape mm-hmm. and then teachers just take it from there yeah our society really needs that yeah yeah and uh, what was the main driving force that kept you going on this journey to phd the driving force was to complete the task that i have in hand when when we start uh, our um, phd we are it takes some time to decide our hypothesis it takes some time to um, come to um, ro- uh, some points that this is what we want to achieve by the end of our phd this is our goal we want to achieve mm. and then um, uh, we have to justify that also mm. um, now maybe things have gone different um, but at when i did phd there was a, a mid term evaluation where some external teacher would come there was a viva voce examination we had to really uh, like uh, um give the references we have to really prepare we have to justify that this is our goal and this is what we need to do mm-hmm. so in the beginning we all are like having a clear picture like my um research i was focused on extraction of some pure chemical compounds from the okay. bark and um flowers from the um, plant i was working with so mm-hmm. that one thing keeps you going you cannot stop and you cannot take a rest until you achieve those goals because you have to defend your thesis in the end mm. um mentally physically um family wise whatever mm. things happen ultimately you are in the lab mm. and you know that these are your four or five goals you need to achieve 
and then you have a support system in the department of your mm-hmm. seniors or your uh, mentors your advisor is there so you discuss with them what the challenges you face but personally we know that this is what i started and i need to finish this you cannot rest until you achieve that because if you want to have that degree with you in the end if you want to defend your thesis this mm. is what you need to do and that that just keeps you going you can take breaks it's okay but ultimately you need to do what you are supposed to do because you are you are the achieving the highest degree the phd mm. you are not just a normal student you are someone who is having a focused goal and you are a researcher you are a scientist so we we have to think the way a scientist would think or a researcher would think that mm. i did this i did not get the desired results what do i need to change so i try again and again and i cannot rest until i achieve my goal mm. so that keeps you going during a phd yeah it is uh, all based on the thinking pattern that you have to recognize yes. at your own yes. uh, in a scientific way yes. that is a scientific thinking is required to uh, that kept you going on your journey yes and an aptitude towards science is really important you you need to think like a researcher as a scientist because you everybody in your department or your lab your advisor will provide you with everything you need they will provide you with the uh, things you need to perform experiments they will bring grants they will bring everything you need mm. but you are the one who needs to work here mm. so the goals uh, you set in the beginning you keep working with them mm. and then we also we discuss in the lab with our juniors and seniors and with mentors that if you are facing any problem sometimes every everybody faces this thing that there is a setback that oh i'm tired i am doing again and again this the same thing or i don't feel inspired anymore to mm. keep going but that this thing stays with you that this is your phd and you have to do it mm. because you want to do it your aptitude your scientific thinking the researcher inside you pushes you that okay it's okay mm. take a break but get to work again mm. so from uh, moving from the scientific thinking to your experience that what are the pillars of doing research that served you on your journey uh pillars i think and pillars signify support right yeah. the support we get uh, uh, to any structure so mm-hmm. the the pillars in my phd journey were my family they were always there to support i won't go home for like more than a month or a couple of months uh, mm-hmm. although my home was just 3 hours away okay and it was when i joined research i remember our advisor told me that you are not a masters or graduation student anymore hmm. so stop going home every friday mm-hmm. lab is where you need to be and hmm. uh my family wouldn't ask me where you are why you not coming home what's so important there you know hmm. you're in a hostel hmm. they were like you have work finish your work and come 
when you can mm-hmm. and other pillars were my advisor and my co-advisor they provided everything we needed to do the researches the experiments they took us to different um conferences they um, gave us the exposure mm-hmm. uh, to see other people's work we'll have team meetings in there we will discuss what everybody is doing and if we need help from anybody um my department head like like i said department of botanical environmental sciences the whole faculty there is like very supportive mm-hmm. and th- these are the two big pillars in my life my family and my teachers okay and um and do um i would like to know here about the lab culture that you have do tell us yes. something about that also if it also supported somewhere yes um some uh, teachers they have their individual labs mm-hmm. some teachers they have labs which are common labs mm-hmm. we go to our lab and we know that um, so there are always seniors in the lab and then there are juniors in the lab your advisor is the one who initially sets the culture of the lab mm. so in the lab culture it's like you know that i'm going to do this experiment today do i need help or what are the reagents i need to do if mm. you need help you will ask around Mm. there are seniors there are juniors juniors would like to learn because they are juniors and they want to learn the techniques you are doing and they would say yes i'll help you because that helps them also in mm. later on and then there are seniors there mm. you go ask them because they have been there done that kind of situation so mm. you go to the seniors and you say uh, sir or ma'am okay this was the culture there in our lab seniors okay. were called sir and ma'am <laughs> so we we'll go to them and we would say um this is what i'm going to do today if you can guide me so they will tell you that this experiment has this 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 timeline and these are the things you need to be careful of mm. you know because they have been there they have the experience of that same experiment mm. so a healthy lab culture is really important for the for the sanity of a person in doing phd because wet lab can be really hectic we have to sometimes if you do want to do an experiment on monday mm-hmm. we were used to go to lab in on sunday in the evenings to prepare mm-hmm. everything so you, so you can do that on monday mm-hmm. and the culture of a lab where everybody is supportive and they are there to guide you to help you is is really important in mm-hmm. our department really was like that uh, my seniors were supportive my juniors were always helpful sometimes you have to um get something some big reagents from other departments our department was doing my Uh, study was having some chemistry part in it so we had to go to chemistry lab and bring something from there so mm-hmm. there was always someone with me i'll ask her oh that's a heavy thing can you come with me and we can like bring it back mm-hmm. so the culture in my department was really good and and i i hope and i think that's how it is in all the labs that's how researchers are surviving because doing research is is hectic 
and really takes a toll on your physical and mental health. Yes. And I am hoping that, that this is the way all the researchers are surviving because we do get that culture in our lab. The lab mates and the lab becomes a home and a family. Mm. And, and it should be like that. Yes. So uh, though we have the research culture, mm-hmm. embed, uh, the lab lab culture embedded in the research culture, but uh, um, there are also the common mistakes that cause the research fellow during the journey. To tell us something about that. Um, the common mistakes, um, I can tell you what mistakes I did. Mm. Um, is sometimes it's really tiring and you really think that um, maybe I should not do it and start doing something else. But um, what you can do is you can just talk to someone. Mm. There are always, uh, your mentor is there, your seniors are there. Sometimes um, the common mistake we can do is we we feel tired mm-hmm. of the same routine. The, sometimes it's it's a it's a monotony, and being human beings, we get uh, tired of that monotonous thing, doing the same thing every day, mm-hmm. and we need a break. At that time, instead of like pushing us and not getting any results, and then. Um, feeling bad and then staying in your hostel room and I don't want to go to lab today because I did that experiment four times it's not giving me any good results I don't want to do it again and then feeling bad is at that point you can I think just go to your mentor and let them know that I need a break maybe just a little break just go home see family refresh myself and then get back to work Mm. But common mistake we do is we think we are like workers mm. being paid mm. because we do get fellowships. No, yes. we are not workers. But what common mistake we do is we just keep doing it. We keep pushing ourselves. Mm. But at that time, I think a break is needed. Just mm. do something else. Give your mind a window to open and have some fresh air. Mm. Talk to someone and not pushing yourself too much because mm. usually it takes like four or five years to complete a PhD. Yes. We can't get uh, tired from that monotonous thing. Mm. And some experiments are hard. Mm. They do not come out the way you want. Mm. And that at that time, the mistake of pushing yourself and just getting emotionally drained is that you just don't do that mistake. Just take a break refresh and then come back to work mm. and and when we talk about uh, common mistakes uh, in this i think uh, while writing the manuscript the common mistakes that you made in your journey do, do share that um some days uh, were like really hard mm. i could have um We start with saving a lot and lot of research papers, a lot of lot of research papers. And because mm. we have to write an introduction and then methodology and, and other things. And then it's hard to read all of them. Mm. 
because now you have a whole data to go through so you find some words which you want to write mm. so now when i go back and i think i could have made a draft first an outline and then fill it in mm. instead of you know trying to write it in a perfect way the first time mm. we really think that okay i am starting writing and i will just write it away yes. and it will be okay good now so we can always like leave in blanks in there put some lines just make an outline and then we can even put the uh, uh, end of the half out and then we can fill it in with the papers we read the data we want to put in and um and not just uh sitting in your room and writing the thesis we can go to the reading room we can take it outside also mm. uh, but uh, at that time there was restraints for internet also but things have changed now for now i think a change of scenery a change of place can help us uh, break that writer's block which we get yes. while writing manuscript and then um, not try to write the perfect thing all the time we can just revise it again and again yeah yes uh, organizing your thoughts as per your uh, when you change your environment that helps in that yes yes okay um also tell us that uh, publication as we talk about that it is a crucial part and uh, how to tackle the predatory publications we sometimes really want to um publish our things fast mm. uh the peer reviewed journals they take their sweet time to see what you have sent them they go through the manuscript uh and um i would say predatory journals they really look like a good deal because they will um usually charge a lump sum of amount of money and would ask you to okay pay us and we will just publish it mm. we should stay away from them because in the long term they can cause harm mm. um later on when you are applying for a job or uh, another lab in your resume uh, the people who are experienced than you they can see your publications and they want to see your publications so at this point when you have worked hard much in your phd when you worked hard to do all that experimentation mm. a little patience would really pay off if you mm. can really wait for your um, research to be published in a peer reviewed journal mm. and we should not be uh, in a hurry to get published and get done mm. because that can harm in the later on and um, also tell us that uh, like most of the researchers they don't get uh, proper guidance or you can say the workshops they do, hardly they attend on the uh, academic writing manuscript writing part and and due to that also uh, i think that uh, somewhere the ignorance is there um, in you can say that the knowledge of how to write the manuscript in a way that uh, that may not end into the predatory publication because uh, uh, most of the researchers they they don't know that they have to treat the um, uh, you can say the literature review the, the topic as a research question because they don't know how uh, 
how to differentiate what is question and what is research question. So, uh, I mean, do tell us something on that. So, um, when we are writing a manuscript, mm -hmm. the mistake we make is we focus first on the journal we want to send it to, and then we um, download a lot of um, other papers which are similar to our study. And we try to mirror that because we think, okay, this is the way, uh, this is the kind of paper that got accepted in this particular journal. If I write it this way, mm -hmm. so, you know, it looks similar and it should get accepted. So we go through uh, the way they write their introduction, the way they write their uh, review and the discussion in the end and the methodology. So we try to do that. Mm -hmm. There should be... Uh, um, there is a saying that your work should speak for yourself. We we should introduce our work. We should. Now, I'm not saying that we should not follow other papers, mm. but we should not try to mirror them in our writing. Mm. We uh, just like uh, the all the citations they quoted. We also gather some citations, quote some citations, make an introduction. Mm. Like you said, our um, when we start sit down to write our work, we know better our work than others so yes. we sh we can i think it's it um i may be wrong but i think it should not be um, pressure to cite everybody sometimes mm -hmm. we can write what we think about our research mm -hmm. like uh, my research was uh, i worked with kachanar the mm -hmm. plant mm -hmm. and i uh, remember that um, i somewhere in my introductions wrote th these lines that kachinar was really famous in the last generation people were used to eat the birds mm. people were used to make pickles of the birds and um, fritters from the birds and the bark mm. was being used and slowly and slowly this um, uh, tradition of using plants like mm. prevention is better than cure that was my thing which I used to write. Mm. So uh, I would like to say here that when we start sit down to start writing about our work, mm. we should put our thought process into that work. And then we yes. can cite the related work yeah. instead of like filling up two, three paragraphs with citations and mm. uh, especially recent citations and then making four or five pages. Mm. We should talk about our work. Like you said, it should be a question that mm. these questions, like why you did this research and that mm. should be our introduction. Like, this is yeah. what I do and this is why I did this. And after uh, methodology, the discussion should be, these are the results I got and this is what, you know, it means. So just, we should not be focused on citing a lot. We should put our thoughts in our paper also. And I think journals really would like to see that instead of like publishing the mirror image of same studies over and over again. Hmm. Yes, uh, actually the research is all about, uh, it is the question that you uh, want to answer. And, yes. and the question is also your, uh, I mean, created by your own and yes. out of your curiosity and the answer that also has to be your own rather yes. than um, you can say justifying from, with citation yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> from here and there and then putting uh, yes. it up to in your manuscript and then ending it uh, into the 
you can say predatory journals and predatory okay so taking our conversation uh, ahead uh, what one piece of advice you would uh, you would give to someone starting the research it's a beautiful journey you are going to start mm -hmm. you i am sure you have the aptitude for it that's necessary i am sure you have the um encouragement to do phd and one advice i would give you is just hang in there you can do it and once you are done once a researcher always a researcher it's not going to just give you a degree it will change your whole life it will change your thought process about everything in life you will become a researcher in all the aspects of life you will be a scientist in every way mm. in normal day to day lives you will plan and then you will execute that plan so welcome to phd it's it's a beautiful Uh, degree educational degree you'll be awarded with the highest uh, educational degree and mm. you'll get a surname which is like really you'll be proud of yourself just mm -hmm. hang in there and <laughs> just do it 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 will it will be the best decision of your life yes it is um, i would say that um, an evolutionary stage of your life yes that that will transform you into your new version and yes. uh, and i think that every phd scholar uh, loves that version yes yeah yes it it just transform you like metamorphosis you just turn into a new person who is now uh -huh. ready to take any challenge because phd is challenging so if yes. you are a little bit scared okay uh, don't be we all were everybody who did phd was there mm. and if we can do it you can do it if you want to do phd that means you are inclined towards science you have come up to here mm. and you can reach to the goal just focus on your goals and mm. it will it will be a good journey and it will be a lifelong uh, uh, a decision which you will not regret it's it's a good thing to do mm. so uh thank you so much neha so we mm. are going to wrap it up with the rapid fire round okay so yeah. are you, are you ready with it yes okay <laughs> let's see <laughs> what i have okay. in uh, my questions yeah uh optimist or realist optimist mountains or beaches beaches yeah you're in florida miami right <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay analytical or creative creative so if you could be remembered for one thing what would it be i gained many friends i gained i gained people i gained people's trust and i may not be gaining other kinds of successes but i have gained people in my life okay so that's inspiring and uh, i would thank you and and really appreciate you for your time uh, 
by sharing your PhD journey that will help the undergraduates, postgraduates and the researchers who are listening to this podcast. Yes, thank you. Thank you for uh, having coming to me in this podcast. Uh, it's nostalgic. It got me back to all my years of uh, my lab journey and I really appreciate you inviting me here. Thank you so much. Thank you.